Okay, couple that with sexy murder hornet. If I see a sexy murder hornet out there, I am going to lose my shit. I I move to strike these from the annoying list and put them in this in the, on the list. That's actually really funny. <laughs> Sexy murder hornet is the best is the best thing I've heard all day. <laughs> all right, I'll, we'll go right off the bat with it, Jeremy. All right, I know my answer. Like I know in my heart of my hearts, I know my answer. You're Justin Turner. You win, regardless of like you're taken out in after taken out in the eighth inning. You're fine. You go to the clubhouse. You win. You win this World Series like 15 minutes later. What do you do? Do you stay in? Do you stay in the locker room? Well, that's the interesting question because the answer you would think would be yes. But the other idea is he had been sitting next to his teammates the entire rest of the game. Anything that's done is done. Um, yes. I, I guess the added argument to that is that afterwards, the family and the both no, my added argument because like with the added argument of but like with the family what's done is done is also because I, I don't think a lot of family was out on the field correct uh there is a there is a decent amount like i saw i saw okay. players holding their kids and whatnot and then of course you've got a lot of like press uh, well not press because they don't have press down there but you've got team personnel and whatnot but mm -hmm. and then the bullpen and then the bullpen is the only other thing but I, I would assume that they're all together in the locker room beforehand like what you said is it's done is done like, I'm going to be real honest with you, Jeremy. Like, I know that, like, I want, I like, I would like to say that I wouldn't go. But I know myself, I, I would go. I would go out. Like, I think, like, what you and I have kind of said, I, here's how I would like to think it would go. I like it would, I like it would, like, to think that it would be somebody kind of coercing me a little bit. But that, by that, with what we said about, like, our friend Connor, he gives us, like, a finger nudge of peer pressure, and then we just cave. Like, and like, I want to think that's how it would go, but, but I could also see it as like, just right, like what's done is done. I've just spent the last 30, I think he's like 34, 34 years of my life working for this, for this. And I have to sit in the locker room. I have to be literally that Arthur meme or whatever the SpongeBob meme. I have to be Squidward in the, uh, in the house watching uh, SpongeBob and Patrick have all of the fun and something that I like I helped accomplish like I, not only I helped accomplish I mean, he's probably like the fifth reason like the fifth like biggest reason that they want it and he has to sit in the locker room I, I know my I wouldn't I wouldn't sit there I would uh, I may have worn a mask a little more but I wouldn't sit there I would go out I would celebrate because again it's a team you know the team is also kind of like come on man like just come on out you know yeah, the, the team very well could have had that perspective. And I think, like, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's just – it's a bad look. And I guess if what he could have done for it to not look as bad, because in reality, he's in the best possible – this would have been the best possible situation for this because there's no media down in the clubhouse after the game. Usually there's a shit ton of media down in the clubhouse after a World Series win you know, getting shots of them shooting the champagne everywhere and things like that. There's reporters. There's just a ton of people in the clubhouse. Well, you've got to imagine this year, as everything is, it's bare bones. There's bare bones outside people in the clubhouse. So like, what he could have done, and I know most of the celebration takes place on the field, but, you know, what he could have done 
was wait until the team clubs in the clubhouse to celebrate with them when they break out the champagne and things like that, because then you're behind closed doors. They didn't uh, like, they didn't have champagne. Uh, like they, the MLB specifically banned that. I mean, it, because with me, I, like Trevor Bauer had a tweet today and I thought it was a great tweet and it had something that I've been thinking about too. And it's like, it, it's MLB. It is just so it's cherry picking there because they just announced they're investigating Justin Turner, which I think we all knew was coming, but they're cherry picking. Like they're going to let every, like they're going to let these guys sit in the dugout next to you. So like they're selling don't high five, but they're high fiving. Like, they're like I'm. I'm allowed to sit two feet from you, but then afterwards I can't spray champagne. But we just spent the last three hours right next to each other. And two, like, like I'll be real honest with you, like in the NHL and in the NBA, nobody got coronavirus. What's wrong with the MLB's bubble? I think this looks a lot worse on the MLB. That like, hey, you're the only one who's bubble burst. You're the only one that somebody who didn't break protocol got this like I th- I think Justin Turner is a very sympathetic figure here and that I think everybody's gonna look at it and you'd be like I-, I might not have done that but I get it everybody in the world is like like who's played sports you know whatever people who haven't played sports they don't get to talk about this they don't whatever but like, you get it you've worked your entire life for this moment and you're like I have to go celebrate in the corner no I just think it looks way worse on the MLB side that your bubble burst somebody got through your bubble I'm like that's you know they're gonna because they're gonna crucify justin turner and that's what's gonna stink they're gonna find any single tiny thing that he did wrong like that's why it wasn't our bubble absolutely not it was a perfect bubble look what he did he they're gonna paint him like uh like lou williams like he's gonna i mean it's obviously i doubt he went to a strip club but that like they're gonna paint him in that in that manner well, the league, the league has a history of doing that, where where it's it's a it's a certain player's fault, and there's nothing wrong with the league in the way that they've been doing things. So that doesn't surprise me in the slightest, and I completely agree. Where I I'm not advocating for him going out onto the field during that because I think it was irresponsible. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where I completely get it because how many players, you know, you take the percentage of players that win a World Series in their career. That's obviously a microscopic percentage of overall players who play, right? So been, it, it, here's the stat that I found, uh, just to prove your point. There are, in the history of the MLB, since the 1870s, less than 20,000 individuals have, have appeared or just been a part on a roster for an MLB game. In 130, like 100, now 50 years almost, less than 20,000 people have played one game in the majors. And then one out of whatever fraction you want to like, that's how many it's, it's such, there's such a small amount of people that have won a world series. Go on. Yep. Sorry. I did interrupt you. No, you're fine. And the point that I, the point that I'm going to make is going to sound even more ridiculous when you bring up that number, because you're right. It's such a small number that have even pitched it a third of an inning or anybody who's even stepped onto a major league field during a game. And so you have such a, imagine that's already such a small number how small is the number of people that have won a world series and then take that number. How small is the next further number of people that have gotten to play or win two world series. So it is a once in a lifetime opportunity to be on a major league roster winning a world series. And so again, it's, it's, I I have the exact same perspective as that you do where it's, I like to think that I would do the right thing, 
but at the end of the day, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna put this in front of somebody and you've worked your entire life for it and you were in the dugout with them the entire you know if you think that he just tested positive it's probably been in his system for a couple days he's been around this team in multiple capacities for so long and that very day when his test results came back so say he was tested in the morning if they do if they were doing rapid tests in the morning or whatever or they had an off day the day before so maybe it was the day before but they did test results then that's all that first night and for sure all that day leading up to game six and into most like two thirds of game six, he's been with them. And so that's really, that's really what it is. And you're just going to dangle that in front of somebody. And so at the end of the day, I, I can't blame him too much. Of course, like he has to take some blame because it's a horrible look for him to go back out there. But at the end of the day, I do think most of that, um, blame is going to be on the league because their bubble burst and there was something again this it's it's a virus so it's a freak thing but at the end of the day they had a positive whereas these other leagues um managed things very well and nobody was supervising him and making sure that he didn't just walk back onto the field so there was a dropped ball in several different steps here and I think at the end of the day, like you said, it's a terrible look for Justin. I, I've seen a lot of writers, you know, really roasting him for that. But I think the I think the average fans and I think a, a lot of writers themselves are going to sympathize with him and just they're going to understand it. And I think that sentiment is going to grow even more um, if and when the league takes a defensive approach and uses props Turner up as the one who um, caused all of this. I agree. And I mean, just to kind of jump, jump off on that, you're saying that everybody can sympathize with Justin Turner. And I, I agree. Something that I don't think anybody is sympathizing with is Kevin, that nerd, Kevin Nash, uh, and his decision to pull Blake Snell when he's throwing an apps, when he's just shoving against the Dodgers. I mean, absolutely shoving. I mean, he is like, this is like people who know me, this is coming from me. What a freaking nerd. I mean, get out of here, Kevin Nash. I mean, you're looking at a guy who has let up two hits. Uh, I don't think he gave up a run. I think he gave him, I mean, two base runners pretty much because he hadn't walked a guy. Um, and you pull him because your analytics say that, you know, like what they would want to do is they want to see, they're going to put the starters through. They're going to see everybody twice. And then you bring in the bullpen. And sometimes you have guys that only pitch three innings. They start the game. They pitch three innings. Everybody play, you get to see them once. And, like, the analytics support it. The analytics do support what he's doing. However, and, Jeremy, I want your, I want your opinion because I heard this, and I think it absolutely perfectly sums up the problem with the race. And it's something I think we've talked about, and we're transitioning, and it's this, is that – Kevin Nash, uh, he what, what you want to do is you, get, you have these analytics, and they help, obviously. And you need to use these analytics to make decisions. You can't have the analytics make decisions for you. 100% correct. I watched an interview with Tim Kirchin, and he was talking about the same thing. And he's saying, we're losing feel for these games. We're losing feel for the game of baseball. And I tried to 
put it in, in a, as concise words as I could um, to fit it into one tweet last night. But basically what I said was, what happened last night with Snell being taken out is the epitome of letting analytics go too far. And I am 100% for analytics. I, I really, really love what it does for the game of baseball. I support the shift. I, I like the use of analytics. It's something that I love reading about, something that I love studying and seeing implemented. But in this case, you've got a pitcher who's, like you said, he's shoving. He struck out like nine guys and threw 18 hitters face. And he was absolutely dealing. He's the second pitcher since second pitcher ever and first since Sandy Koufax in 1963 to strike out, what did he strike out? Nine hitters through his first four innings. That is insane. And the numbers cannot show that this guy is absolutely – okay, let me rephrase that. This manager's decision to take him out and rely on statistics as opposed to feel and seeing what's going on in front of you managing the game managing making managerial decisions within the context of a game is what separates a major league manager from you or me just looking at a spreadsheet and saying okay yeah he should come out and this pitcher should come in and face him the ability to make those managerial decisions within the construct of a game as it's unfolding that's what makes you a major league manager and what he did was you know, it's almost like he's just he's just a, a middleman, a button pusher, where, where he's told he's told what to do and, and he did it. And so it's it's taking away the power from the manager if it if it was from up above, but but at the end of the day, whether it was or not, it makes him look powerless. Either he made himself look powerless and he's just he just bows down to whatever the spreadsheet says, or if people above him told him to make that call, then they're they're leapfrogging him and it makes him look powerless so either way he just looks he just looks i guess like for better lack of a better term he looks like a nerd who nerd an absolute nerd he looks like a nerd who who was just completely missing the context of the game and he like he's a bad thing because what he's doing and it's it's something i i'm i was trying to find the wording for it and a rod had a tweet and the tweet that he said is he says these Ivy Leaguers are smart, these analytics. However, they're ruining it at a macro level because everything that the analytics say is, you know, oh, you know, right here, don't let them face them a third time. But you know what you're forgetting and what you're not seeing, and like by having that umbrella statement, is here are the stats that game over the next four batters, the next three batters. I'll tell you for the game, the next three batters. We're 0 and 6 with six strikeouts. The next four batters, so including the first three, were 0 and 8 with seven strikeouts. All right. The very next batter, Mookie Betts, who is unreal, he's ungodly, he's insane. Guess what he was hitting against lefties this season? He or I'm not hitting, not hitting. No, he was slugging 200 against lefties this season. 200. Okay, like. He can't, he's not hitting lefties well. He's not seeing them. He's raking against righties. That's fine. That's beautiful. Snell has his number. Keep him in. Just be like, hey, the analytics say that, you know, you have this firm cutoff. 
but you know what? I'm I'm like I'm I'm watching this game. Mookie and I and I know the next guy up, like he's not hitting well. He's not doing well. Now there is something that I saw that again, because in reality, like it didn't work out for him. Because it, it didn't work out for him, and that's why we're blaming him. But if it worked out, we would have a different tune. Because if Blake's if they keep Blake Snell in and Mookie Betts goes just Yavo off of Blake Snell, two run home run. There is a clip out there of Blake Snell in the offseason on Instagram Live where he says, and I, I'm paraphrasing, but he says it, and the clip people have it is, thank God that guy's out of, the, out of the AL because I hate facing him. He always has my number. You get that pulled up, and you're like, wow, I mean, look at this clip. How do you not pull him? I mean, of course, because the thing about it where I'm going to be like, I'm going to defend the Rays a little bit is they had a position. They had a position. Whether I like it or not, they stuck to it from day one until literally the last minute. Yes, they did. I can, I can, I can respect that a little bit. I might disagree with it because I think that, like, firm, rigid plans like that normally don't, like, you can't finish with a firm, rigid plan like that. But they had this plan. They were very firm with it from the beginning. It got them there. You have to trust it. That's – that being said – Absolute nerd. Nerd. Completely agree. And, I, and I, I understand why you would support the Rays in that because it got them there. It, it, it's what got them there. And logic would say and reason would say that, you know, it, keep doing what you're doing. It got them there. It, it earned them the number one seed in the AL. It earned them the AL pennant. and keep doing what got you there because there's a reason you're there. And it is because of that system that they were able to implement. And so it makes sense in that, in that sense, but at the end of the day, it's an elimination game. Everything goes out the window. Everything truly does go out the window. And um, it, it's when it burned them. It's, the numbers burned them here. And to go against the analytics, I mean, I, I'm looking at A-Rod's Twitter right now and he's got some retweets and, I mean, I think we all know. I think I knew about that people say that Jack Morris in 1991 for the Twins was unreal in Game 7. I guess I never looked up the stats, and I just looked them up. And Jack Morris pitched 10 shutout innings, and, and he won. He, it was a 10-inning game, and he pitched 10 shutout innings, and then the Twins won in a Game 7 of the World Series. That would never happen in today's game. But guess what? He's a legend for it. People will always – until the end of baseball, they will remember and they will talk about or mention, hey, Jack Morris, game 791. He's a legend. Now, you're going to be met. Kevin Nash is going to be mentioned in the same way. I mean, hey, you remember when that nerd, Kevin Nash, blew the game because he wasn't watching the game that he was managing? He just, the field, there is, because sports, sports aren't, numbers you, you like pe there's there's in, people forget there are intangibles when it comes to athletes is you want to quantify everything that's beautiful that's awesome that's going to win you a lot of regular season games it's going to win you a lot of playoff games but you can't make you can't that final two percent that like again you can quantify an athlete but then there's got there's that something that oomph about them that that chutzpah about them you can't quantify that. And that's exactly what Kevin Nash did. He quantified everything this season down to the second, and he got 98% of the way through. But then he fumbled it because he 
forgot about the intangibles. 100%. All right. Now, another thing that's going to fire us up, Jeremy, is Halloween is coming up. Um, and one thing that every year happens, it happens every year, is there are trendy you know, trendy, blah, 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 Halloween costumes. The ones that make you just roll your eye. My best example I can give, I'll give two examples. One is back in like 2001, when people went as a hanging chat. It's that one where everybody that year goes, ha I remember that. Oh, how clever of you. You know, and then a couple, like a couple of years ago, when um, Harley Quinn, when every third or fourth woman out there was Harley Quinn, and you're like, oh, I get it. Like, okay, like, calm down. It's just, I just wanted to know. I, asked, I posed you a question, and uh, I don't know if it's on your list. It's not on mine, um, because I thought it was going to be a given. But if it's not, then you take away from me. Because the idea is, I ask somebody, how many Joe Exotics or Carol Baskins, Tiger King or Tiger Queens, are we going to see this this Halloween? And that's what gave me this idea. If, if either of them are on your list, Jeremy, then you take it away. But I'm going to give you the first pick. <laughs> well, th- th- we, did, we did discuss that anything from Tiger King would be a little bit, a little bit, I think, cringy because most people, it's just not going to look good on. It's, gonna, it's not even going <laughs> to look like any sort of accurate. Like if, if, you wanna, if you can pull it off and it looks really good, then sure, but I also think it's just going to be a little bit tired. And and here's the thing is what I was thinking of when you're saying that Tiger King was literally earlier this freaking year because I was. I mean, you 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 can't tell me it wasn't nine years ago. You can't. Oh my God. I won't believe you. I was I was gonna say like I was gonna ask, is this the first Halloween since Tiger King? And I'm thinking that was like in the spring. That was. That was not, I were, I'm thinking back now and I'm like, I was sitting in my old apartment, like watching that on Netflix. That was not in terms of actual real time. That was not long ago, but in terms of perceived time, it feels like it was forever ago. You want me to tell you something? Oh, I, I just thought of this because I was, I was thinking to myself, another thing that might as well have been nine years ago. You remember when Love, and, well, Love is Blind was a thing? That oh Netflix show about the... I'm pretty sure that was in the summer. Yeah, that was like May. Like, (laughs) again, that was forever ago. Okay, all right. Go on with your first pick. Another, again, there's so many things like, holy crap, how was that since the last Thanksgiving, since the last uh, Halloween? All right, but go on, your first pick. So so my first pick, and, and this is just, I think, this this goes for any year, but especially this year is anything political. If you're if you're gonna be, I agree. You're gonna wear a president mask, like it's really one of the stupidest things. It's it's so tired, even in non-election years. It's just the most annoying thing, and you know that it's just gonna be even worse this year because so many people are gonna want to be Donald Trump, and so many people are gonna want to be Joe Biden. I would say for sure there's going to be many more Trumps than Bidens and the costumes are just going to be so annoying because I don't care how accurate you are. I don't care how good your, your golden wig looks. I don't care how nice your suit looks. I don't care how red your tie is. It's just a horrible look. And it just looks, I don't care how good your really shitty Donald Trump accent is. It's just going to be bad. And it's going to be super. Same annoying. goes for Biden. 
And and the same goes for Biden. I don't want you like trying to be like your impression of Joe Biden. Like, I don't want you being whatever, you know, whatever they say, they say that he's like losing it in the head. I don't want that impression of you. I just don't. Do you know how many, do you know how many old man or dementia Biden costumes there are going to be? It's going to be insufferable. I want to add, because this is not my pick, but I'm adding it to yours. I'm, I'm giving you this and I'm adding it because th- there's going to be so many, so many of this. I don't give a shit about your Mike Pence fly Halloween costume. <laughs> I just don't care. Don't come up to me. Don't look at me. Just get out. Okay. I don't care because you're not clever. That happened a month ago, and within like 20 minutes, everyone was like, okay, this is getting kind of dumb. Uh, I'm just, don't, I don't want it. Don't want it. All right. Your first my, pick. My first pick. Um, I, I This might be me picking a 16 seed. Like going, if you're doing your bracket, and you're like, all right, my first pick overall, who I'm going to pick to win it all, whatever, or picking a 16 seed. But my first pick overall is I don't want to see your costume about you actually just being cake the whole time. I just, I, I, <laughs> I just don't want to see it. I don't care that you don't care about you being cake the whole time. I appreciate that pick. I really do. My second right, one, you- my second one is absolutely going to be a continuation of my first one and this is the one that is going to get even more annoying don't dress your kids up as anything political for the love of god don't dress your kid up as donald trump or joe biden it is i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna that's in the first one that's in the first one i need a new i need a new number two that's the that's all umbrella under the first one i need i need I need a new number one, new number two pick. I want you singling people out for different costumes. All right. I want you picking people off, but I agree. Don't dress your baby up. Oh, look, it's baby Trump. (laughs) That is the most just, I'm not going to say the words. If you dress your child up as, as a political figure, you, you are like such a loser. You are even a bigger, you're an even bigger loser. You are an even bigger loser than the people that drive around with ginormous flags of their chosen politician on their car. Like you look like Couldn't such agree. a loser. Couldn't um, agree more. Okay, so if you're gonna force me to do that, I really wanted it to be its own pick because I wanted to drive the point home. But you I drove gladly, it home. I will, <laughs> I will gladly uh, have a second pick, and then while you're talking about your other, I will think of my third. But my second pick, do not dress as an emoji and don't (laughs) do not dress as an emoji and more specifically anybody who's the poop emoji i automatically i automatically dislike i don't even have to i don't even have to hear you talk you could be turned around and i wouldn't even see your face and i automatically dislike you if you are the poop emoji but don't be any emoji please it's it's not it's not good it's a stupid costume i agree i agree um Wow, you've left me wide open. I thought you were going to pick, I've got like five, and I thought you were going to pick, like, I gave myself a list of eight, because I thought, all right, you're going to pick, you, you picked off one of them, did not see emoji coming. Um, I'm going to go with, 
I got I got a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I don't want to see I don't want to see you as this as 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 a, a Zoom call the costume. Just I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know the clever pictures that you put on your little grid that you're wearing. Like, don't care. Do, don't care. Like, we're still using Zoom. Yes, we all did Zoom calls. You are correct. Piss off. Don't. Everybody sees Zoom calls enough during the week. We don't. We, we know don't what they are. You're not, not clever. My Halloween. I agree with that. Well, my third, uh, my third pick is going to be. Do not be Waldo from Where's Waldo. That's, that's, it's just, it's another tired one. It's everybody's like, and, the, and here's the worst thing is, you know what's even worse than the people that are Waldo is the countless people throughout the night that are going to walk up and be like, I found him. Look, guys, he's right here. Look at everybody. Hey, everybody, I'm so drunk, but here's Waldo. <laughs> you, so... If you are Waldo, that's annoying. If you are somebody who acknowledges somebody that's Waldo, you're even worse. You're the worst. I mean, just drop dead. You're like, <laughs> drop dead. I don't care. Like, th- like somebody needs to come up to you and be like, hey, I- I'm taking the alcohol from you, and I'm also going to take your ID because you're done. You're just, you're done. <laughs> you, you are off the grid. <laughs> You've been, uh, you, like... And we're going to Justin Turner, we're going to take you out of the game and we're just not going to let you celebrate anymore. Like (laughs) you have been removed for various reasons and we're going to make sure that you don't cause harm to the Halloween night. Okay. You're going home. Have you, have you ever, do you listen to Bill Burr at all? I I listen to some of his standup. Yeah. So one of his bits that he does almost on every standup special is how the world just needs fewer people. He's like, we need a new plague. We need some sort of population control. Because he's a big conspiracy theory guy. And one of his bits is he starts talking about how we need 80% of people to just go. And he's like, the, he's like, no politician is going to be able to just like casually bring that up. You need to run. You can't. You need to run with that as your platform. And so he said, once you get in power and you want to do this, automatically. All of you guys need to write your names down, and if you don't have a pencil, you're already out. And that's that's how I feel about these Halloween costumes. If if there comes time to create some criteria for decreasing the world population, if you dress as any of these costumes, you're already out. You you are already in the no pile. All right. So I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna tell you because I have I put I put a lot of thought. I have a lot more to go on my list. I'm gonna tell you the ones that are not. These are the honorable mentions. These are the honorable mentions that I am putting out there that I don't care. I just like I think that our like our friends Connor and Colin have great Halloween costumes. They're just moon men. They just they just have a NASA outfit. That's cool. That's awesome. You could be anything. And like you also get like if you would want to be if you really want to be like. Uh, whatever clever be like no I'm, I'm space force it's like I, everybody looks at you go oh cool that's an astronaut and he, he, they could be like i'm act, you know i'm space force. oh cool that's funny all right here are all of my honorable mentions with that are not my pick i'm going to save my pick um uh number one harley quinn people still do it i mean it was years ago it was years ago. I don't. She may have had a new movie in the last like year and a half that nobody saw. 
relaxed. Um, okay. You're crossing them off of a pit. I'm crossing them off, yes. Yes, oh yes. Um, people, because there was been, there's like this past month or whatever, there was some sort of protest. People are coming back on Handmaiden's Tale. All right. If, if like, if you're Handmaiden's Tale, because you're like, hey, I really like this series. But like funnel that into like, it's almost become a little political now because some people are like, oh, this is happening. I'm like, all right. Just be, be Handmaiden's Tale. Don't be political Handmaiden's Tale. All right. Got that. All right. Um, B, I saw this. I saw somebody's costume. I was like, that's, they were R.I.P. Kobe, the costume. Relax. Don't bum us all out. That's extremely just, tasteless. And just and yeah. just in general, a really stupid costume. Yes, very stupid. Um, okay, I saw this one. This one, again, these are not my picks. Uh, I saw these. These ones were like, there's a big costume company that makes. This is one that you could buy at like a Spirit Halloween. And that's really bad that you could buy this. Um, sexy hand sanitizer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, couple that with sexy murder hornet if i see a sexy murder hornet out there i am going to I, lose my shit i i move to strike these from the annoying list and put them into in the, on the list that's actually really funny <laughs> sexy you, murder you, hornet is the best is the best thing i've heard all day <laughs> Just do a quick Google search of the costume. It is exactly what you think it is. I mean, ex exactly. Oh it's just oh my latex. God. Okay. Um, while you're looking that up, I saw one that was um, sexy video gamer girl. I'm a girl who likes video games. And it's oh just like God, a tight man. latex Pokemon outfit. Okay. That, again, these are not my picks. I would like everybody to know these are not my picks. But... Um, Social distancing, the costume. Okay. Get out of here. Don't <laughs> care. And uh, here is my pick. Because my, my original pick, I'm actually coming back around on as long as I don't see too many of them. If I see just enough of them, great costume. You're perfect. All right. The one that's off my list that I'm coming back around on is being the cranberry juice guy. The... The Fleetwood Mac cranberry uh, you know, juice guy. I saw that video again on Twitter today, and I well, actually, I saw it on a commercial because every brand wants it's to everywhere. get involved. Everywhere. So I saw that on a commercial today, and I did think about that. I thought about adding that to the list of how many people are gonna are gonna do that because all you need is a gray sweat, a gray hoodie, and ocean spray, a bottle and, cranberry juice, and a skateboard. Hell, you don't even need a skateboard. You just don't need the skateboard. I have a tinfoil hat conspiracy about that guy. It's too perfect. It's too perfect. It went too viral by too many like flagship social media accounts that kind of funnel things into being like every one of them, every one of the big quote unquote accounts that funnel things into being viral. It's like, there's, I can't think of their names, but there's a couple of accounts that are like that. Like, and he got all of them and they're also notorious for like taking ads and I think it was all an ad. I think it's all an ad. I think it was an ad for TikTok and Ocean Spray. Everything. And I think, I could be very wrong about this. Actually, I, now that I think about it, I think I am very wrong. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac or somebody in Fleetwood Mac may have just been like coming out with a, like new music or something. Very wrong about that, I think. But 
I, I got my tinfoil at. He's a plant. The guy's a plant. It's all been an ad. This has all been cake. This was all an ad. <laughs> okay. That is not my pick. My pick is because we're going to see it. And I'm either going to love it or I'm going to rip your brains out. Oh, we're going to see a lot of Dr. Fauci's out there. We're going to see uh, a lot of Dr. Fauci's. Yeah, and people and and people are going to take it all sorts of different ways too. Yes, people. I mean, I, I don't think that is quite under like the like that's under the umbrella of like this isn't political. I'm going to make it political, and well, then it's the also that it's just it's just stupid. You're like, okay, wow, yes. that's really good. You're yeah. It's like and like it's not that's not like an easy thing to do. It's like I know that your cost like you had to buy a wig that your costume cost you at least like a hundred bucks like. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Like, don't be the guy that's like, I, I spent three hundred dollars on my costume. This, 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 an authentic alpaca hair wig. I don't care. <laughs> You're a moron. And then the overarching one, because we're gonna see it, is just being coronavirus. The costume. Oh God, they're just gonna get a giant germ costume and wear that around. Or they're just gonna be at, like something, and then you just like literally like um toilet paper roll toilet the rolls and just popping like a red kush on it like <sighs> stop it just stop it i i completely agree that wow there are some very uh very tired ones in there and and the thing that bums me out is that there's definitely going to be plenty of them i just can't wait well it's going to be a lot here's the good thing is that most people i would think are not trick-or-treating and they are not they are not having giant Halloween parties. So hopefully Instagram is a little less crowded with these. And I'm going to say it because I was out this past weekend and you could have told me it, there's no chance it was, it was coronavirus. It was just as packed as anything else. Add Halloween costumes to it. I think it's just going to be just as bad because I think, in fact, it might be worse on Instagram. Because I think there's a lot of people that have their costume, but they start drinking before they put their costume on. So they aren't sober enough to get the photos. And then they're just like, we'll do it tomorrow. But no one ever does it tomorrow. I think you're going to have everybody staying at home and everybody's going to have the picture. Everybody. I don't think there's going to be a single person that misses it. And it's going to be awesome. I will say one that I think he's doing it. I don't know if this was one from the past years. But I got a photo. I got a photo. Didn't confirm it, but I think that my buddy Chris LeCompte is going as a Karen, and I think that is hilarious. <laughs> I think that's funny. I, I think yeah, you're right. I mean, I feel like the word, the term Karen, definitely, um, like really accelerated within the past year, and yes. I think you're going to see a lot of those. I think you're going to see a lot of those. I think you're right. And you know what? I can't wait though, because this is going to happen. And I, I'm like, I, I'm calling my shot right now. I want the world to know that I'm calling my shot, that there are going to be a bunch of guys going out as Karens. All right. Funny costume, whatever. And there's going to be something. It's going to be on like the, the magnifying glass of our Twitter. Like people are saying, there's going to be people calling every single one of them transphobic. Mm. I thought what you were going to say was, there's going to be an actual Karen who gets in a fight or a verbal altercation with a guy who's dressed as a Karen. And I would that love would be, to see that. that would be funny. 
I want to see some some guy that's like dressed up as kid just wail and he's like, dude, we're, we're both chicks, right? And- <laughs> I I I will I will put up with a couple of Where's Waldo costumes, and I might even put up with like one or two baby Trump costumes if I get a Karen v. Karen viral video. And that's it. That's it for our, our Halloween and World Series uh, version. We're going to still periodically talk about baseball up until next season, but we're also going to delve more into uh, the college basketball. We're going to delve more into college football. We have a really exciting college football episode coming out next week. Uh, We're going to start bringing maybe some more people on to talk about football, to talk about various things. And I think, uh, you know, we have our new logo, which I, I mean, I spent hours creating. Uh, and I slaved and I slaved and there's no single chance in the world that we had some Pakistani over at, uh, in the other half of the world do it. It was me. I did it. Um, and you know what? It's, it's really good. I'm really, we're really proud of it. We're really proud of the work. We really like the, uh, the support that we've been getting. We really like that. And then maybe with this new great logo, maybe we'll put some merch out. Who knows? Maybe we'll get frisky with it. You never know, and and I just I just want to reiterate that that it's it was so nice seeing the support for this logo that I spent so much time making, and it, it really was a, such a large project, but it was it turned out so well, and I'm just very proud of it. So to see all of the support for this logo that I made myself and poured so much effort into, I'm just I'm just grateful, and I'm glad that we can use it as our logo for this podcast going forward.